Hey there, welcome to the Jobs for Women podcast, where we empower and uplift women to succeed and thrive in their professional life whilst looking after their well-being. In this podcast, we'll be discussing the issues and challenges faced by women in the workplace with particular focus on gender equality. We believe that every woman deserves the opportunity to excel in her career regardless of her gender, and we're committed to helping women break through the barriers that hold them back. Join us every week as we hear from experts, share stories and give advice. We've got an incredible community of women who support and encourage each other and we're so happy that you are here. Let's break down the gender barriers and create a more equitable and inclusive workplace for all. So welcome to another episode of 10 Minute Tips with me, Zoe Hayden-Jones. We are talking all things toxic bosses today. So whether you have worked for a toxic boss in the past, whether you think or suspect you might be working for a toxic boss now, or whether you are working in a toxic environment, this episode is for you. Also, you know, you might have mates, family, friends that 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 are working in a toxic environment. So I think knowledge is power. So any extra information that you can get, it might be someone close to you that that can't quite see that they're working in this toxic environment. And maybe if you listen to this, you can help them. So we're all about tackling the biggest challenges face facing women at work today. So let's dive in. It's a crucial topic. Nobody wants to work in a toxic environment. And let's face it, if you have a toxic environment at work, it will affect your mental health and well-being and your personal life. So let's first identify what makes a boss toxic. A toxic boss, I've had one, I've had a couple probably, uh, it can basically manifest in various forms. So it could be little things like micromanaging all the way through the scale to bullying. And there's signs that you can look out for. So you might not think your boss is toxic, but do they lack a little bit of empathy? Are they negative or constantly negative? Never seeing the positive in anything. Not my kind of people, by the way. I'm all about positivity. And and I don't mean that in a everything's got to be rosy and everything's got to be brilliant and you've got to be happy. Not that at all. It's more about like trying to see the good side or trying to see a little bit of positivity even in the dark days when things are tough because let's face it we all have those days but just trying to find a little bit of gratitude and and positivity where we can or perhaps your boss has shows unprofessional behavior maybe they're asking their team to be professional but they're really not practicing what they preach have you ever felt undermined or even overworked without the recognition that you deserve um this could all be due to having a toxic boss and could be red flags. So I'm going to read out 10 obvious signs, very, very obvious, big red flags that your boss is toxic. And we've got to remember that all bosses are different and some might be overtly toxic and just highly annoying and a bad boss, a bad place to work. Some might be a little bit more under the radar. So Is your boss or does your boss give you constructive or negative feedback? Is it ever positive? Do they put you down or make you jump through hoops on a regular basis? This is a biggie. Are they sexist, racist, or are they intolerant? You know, if something happens at work, we all make mistakes, something goes wrong, that is life. How do they react to it? 
do they pile work on you when they already know you're at your capacity? So you might have even flagged it. You might be really good at communicating that, but do they still just disregard what you've said and pile the work on? I've already talked about it, but micromanaging is a big one. Are they constantly asking what you're doing and redoing your systems? Are they Have they got a microscope over you? I've talked about bullying being at the end of the scale, but, you know, into that comes harassment. You know, what are they like with you? If it's, if it's, I mean, that's obviously a major, major red flag. Do they play favourites in the office and you're never the favourite? Not that you want to be the favourite, but do they think, just think about it. Do they favourite? Do they favouritise? Is that a word? <laughs> do they make, do they make favourites out of certain people? What do they, what do the whole team think about them? Do people fear them? I know that when I had a boss, um, when I worked in London, depending on how they walked in each day would set the tone for the day, which is really, really bad, isn't it? When you think about it, it's 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 not a good place to be when you're kind of walking on eggshells, wondering what mood they're going to walk in on. Would it be positive today? Would it be negative? Like, that's bad, isn't it? I mean, God, I, I literally can take myself back there and think about that. And that is just not a positive work environment to be in do they take credit for your work or do they blame you for their failures so if they're not pulling their weight do they sort of pull the whole team into it and the last one is are they there are they just not doing a good job are they absent are they not showing up for the team and for you are they not you know are they just basically there are they absent so they're obviously big red flags big major like no-nos um which are probably a little bit more easy to identify. But what about less obvious signs? What if your boss is like one of my bosses, a little bit toxic, but also a little bit nice, you know, going under the radar a little bit. So these are a little bit more maybe amber flags or things that you might not have considered when thinking about a toxic boss. Do they have unrealistic expectations? And that could be with anything. It could be with workload. It could be the speed in which you work. It could be that you've got kids and you're, you know, managing everything else that you've got going on and they set crazy deadlines that are just unrealistic to meet. Do they lead by example? So maybe they're asking the team to get to the office or be present in the office four out of five days a week, one day work from home, but they're not doing the same. What's their emotional intelligence like? Are they good? Can they, do they have any emotional intelligence? Boundaries is a big one. Do they respect your boundaries? If you've been amazing at communicating your boundaries, we've done a podcast episode on that. Do they respect them? Even if they know them, are they actually following and respecting your boundaries? Are they WhatsApping you at nine o'clock on a Sunday night? Are they emailing you asking you to do things when you're not supposed to be at work? Do they lack a vision or direction for the company or the team? So if they are the top, the manager, the boss, and they're not you know, taking the the team in the way in which the company are going to so the company's vision, have they just got that lack of motivation or vision or direction? Maybe they're not in the right headspace. Do they feel threatened by you? You can pick up on this quite easily. Like if you're, um, you know, good at your job and you're very uh, proficient, um, proficient, oh my God, I'm having one of those days today. <laughs> Are they threatened by your ability, your work ethic, the work production? Do they advocate for you when it comes to promotions or raises? Now, I've talked about salary. That was the last podcast that came out with Maggie Palmer. Your salary is a huge part of 
of your package at work it's with your holiday it's with any extras you get like medical insurance bonuses whatever it is are they advocating for you when it comes to promotions do promotions come up and they think yes i'm going to put you forward or are they not champion championing you that is a big big uh, no no I know lots of people that have just cracked on with toxic bosses and even turned it back on themselves and said, you know, is it me? Am I not performing how I should be? But let me tell you, it is not you. So what are we going to do about it? So I've talked about this before. It is so, so important that the first step is identifying it. So if you listen to this part and you've said yes to any of the things that I've talked about, then perhaps you're working for a toxic boss. And let's you know, let's not let's not forget that if you're working in a toxic environment, it's not just going to affect your work life, your professional life, your output at work. It's going to infiltrate into your personal life. It's going to start to create, you know, stress, anxiety, and even burnout. We've recorded a really good episode on burnout, which you should have a little search for. I'll put the link in the show notes. It is so crucial that you recognize it early on so that it doesn't start to affect your well-being which will in turn affect your work anyway. So what are you going to do? You're going to document everything. So just get a notepad, notes on your phone, just document any instances of when your boss is being toxic with you or the team, record interactions, any situations, think about in meetings, when they've maybe crossed boundaries, anything that's felt inappropriate or harmful towards you. And the next step is to find support. So whether you've, if you've got a HR, if you've got a mentor, if you've got someone that you can in confidence share your experience and who can in turn offer some guidance and support, you are not alone in this situation. And, you know, if they're overstepping boundaries, it's important to revisit those boundaries to protect your time, your emotions and your mental space It's so important. So talking is the first point, even if there's just a mate or a family member that you can just sound off, like, so you can just share your experiences, it'll be, you know, maybe even cathartic and it might validate your emotions and your feelings. Cause like I said, I've had friends that have just almost turned it on themselves and thought, is this me? But your feelings are valid. Your emotions are valid. And if you suspect that your boss is toxic or you're working in a toxic environment, it's time to make a change. So hopefully you've got a HR team. If you don't, you need to find the next best thing. So a mentor or someone within the organization that you can speak to in confidence. And once you're past that stage of like chatting, if you're at a stage or if you're in a work environment where you can approach your boss and have a conversation about it, then do. It's not going to apply to everyone. Some bosses are not approachable. It depends on your situation. But it's really important that you, if you do have an approachable boss, you can have a conversation about your needs and you need to keep it so focused on how you feel. And you know, you can you can ask them and you can use words like, you know, I'm concerned about the the lack of boundaries when I'm getting messages on like a Sunday night. I've already said that I don't work on Sundays. That's not in my contract. And I'm just a little bit concerned that this is becoming a regular occurrence. What do you think? So you send, you know, putting it back on them. Um, so, yeah, I hope you're OK if you are working in a toxic environment. Um, I hope you feel empowered to perhaps speak to your boss about it. To I hope you've got a mentor at work or someone that you can share your experiences with and get some advice. 
don't forget to join us in the members club it's completely free we've got experts that come in every week and it's a place for you to meet other women to share your stories um you can pop posts in the community you can ask questions we are all here for you you can join us at community.jobsforwomen.co.uk forward slash join thank you so much for joining me for 10 minute tips i will see you next week take care of yourselves <laughs>